Um, yeah. So I tried to get Rob to come over here to record with us. Oh, really? Yeah, he was busy. Oh, damn it! But yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's doing his he's doing his 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 uh, you know more important stuff. But the thing that's really funny is that then the very first thing because I just wrote Rob yesterday, being yeah. like, "Hey, dude, what's going on? What are you doing tomorrow?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, you guys are recording." Like, you know. It's like, well, you want to hang out with us, this and that and that. And he's like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll think about it. So maybe yeah. Rob will come over later, okay. you know, which would be cool. But then immediately he then diverts the conversation to Avatar. Okay, yeah. Well, what's the, what's he beyond with the... He's, been- <laughs> he's just like, dude, have you seen it? Have you seen Avatar 2? When, when are you going to go see it? And I'm like, I don't know, in like a year maybe when it's like, on like Disney Plus or some shit. I'm not paying for it. That's no, my yeah. yeah. But yeah. he was like trying so hard to convince me that like I should... He's like, dude, it's so sick. <laughs> and this just reminds me of... I remember I made a Twitter post about this like relatively recently-ish mm. of that then... Like, I will not be involving myself in Avatar discourse because yeah. it's like the one of the only things that we've gotten in an actual fight about as yeah, a podcast. Yeah, it's the thing that's actually split the podcast. And, and that's the real reason Rob left. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the thing that's really funny is that, I mean, I, I, I this isn't a secret, I don't think. Mm. We, the three, you, me, and Yulia have very strong opinions that Avatar is a garbage movie. Yeah. And Rob is like, we'll ride or die. We'll defend <laughs> Avatar. Um, even yeah. even admitting to me, though, that he has not seen the first one in a long time. Yeah, no, you, yeah. Yeah. So I, I would like to clarify my position of like, I don't like Avatar the first movie. I'm going to assume that I won't like the second one because most criticisms I've heard is like, it's basically the first one again. Cool. Um, so, but the thing that I do find very, very funny is just the whole, like the whole kind of like media uh, uh, critique kind of industry just being like, this isn't good. This film's not great. Blah, blah, blah. This is the best thing ever. There's either, it's one or the other. I haven't seen any like professional reviewers say, that Oh, it's okay. Good. Like I'm talking about like people who are in newspapers and stuff like that. And they're just like, it's garbage, don't see it, it's three hours long, it's too much, blah, 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 blah. And it's already like the 10th highest grossing film. Like I just, I do love the powerlessness of like the people who are supposed to be like the tastemakers in the oh, face yeah. of everything James Cameron does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like that's the thing of it too, is that then I kind of had a reflection on, Ava- we're on Avatar talk now, which yeah. is perfect. We Neither one of us has seen this movie, but um, regardless if, if I remember that much of the first movie or not, and regardless if I like came out of the theater like really underwhelmed, because I remember I've only seen this movie once. Hmm. Um, it's not that I found it particularly like bad or anything. Like it's not, it, by no means would I say Avatar is a garbage film. Yeah. I just found it like you go in expecting like, oh my God, this is supposed to be like, you know, a mystical, magical world. And it found very, I, I found it very bland, you know, like yeah. it was impressive as a film. I guarantee that if I watched it again now, um, at my own time, mm. not with someone who is so hyper stoked on it that they kind of ruined the experience for me as well. I would want to see it with Rob. I would love. To I would want to see it with us again because at the end of the day, I think that I think that if I rewatched Avatar, I'd be like, it's a fine movie, yeah. and, and especially the era that we exist in now, where everything is um, either a Marvel film or some iteration of something that seems similar to it. And I bet that Avatar at least stands the test of time. Like every other James Cameron movie of like, they're all corny as shit. Yeah. You know, Titanic, 
great film, but like corny as fuck. You've you, you've almost certainly seen something worse. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That then is like similar in vain to Terminator 2, especially is just a phenomenal movie that then's also just like, it's cheesy. Yeah. You know, like James Cameron is good at what he does. And I think in the sense of if I go into it now with the perspective of one being older to actually understand because I mean, that, that, that came out like what, 14 years ago or something like that. Mm. Like I was like just getting out of high school. So like it um, it really is like. Yeah, I mean, also, too, how I watched movies as a high schooler was also much dumber than how I'd watch movies, like, now. So, I think I would have, again, like, not saying that then I would become an Avatar stan, but I feel I would at least, like, understand it a little bit better. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I will, you know what, a a corner spatey raffle. If you want to take me on a date to go see (laughs) Avatar 2. A three-hour long date. hit me up. Um, I will. I will be glad. Um, yeah. I will. I. You know what? I will pay for it. Okay. If you want to take me to go see Avatar two, I will gladly pay for it. And you can get your own personal me talking through a movie, being like, "Damn, son, that's crazy. <laughs> look at these motherfucking blue people shaped like marines. <laughs> look at this. Look at this fucking spare fast. Um, yeah, yeah, I did see. Um, I did see in DM being advertised. Um navi themed fucking eyeshadow but eh, whatever yeah, that's, yeah we just we we live in that world this it's like the yeah like you're gonna get like like avatar cologne like smell oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah unob smell like unobtainium or whatever smell like pandora that was the name of the planet right yeah oh, that's, that's okay the best part about the the <laughs> yeah. about those films too is i really is. just appreciate the fact that james cameron's imagination is that of like a of like a 14 year old like bro what if there was a stuff like the most powerful element on earth or like not even like in the galaxy that's like needed to you know exist yeah yeah called unobtainium i need to i need to i just need to to, to google okay hang on planet from avatar yeah pandora it is Is you're right yeah yeah yeah. because that's like it's it's bad it's it's so good so like i i get that we yeah yeah so i get that we probably named the pla- like in the th- in the story, yeah. humans name that planet. So yeah. um, and we name planets after Greek shit all the time. That's what we do. But like, come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like Pandora is in the same solar system as like the James, like the the fucking uh, um, the fucking monomyth hero's journey planet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, you know, it's moons called Chekhov's gun or whatever. Just like telegraphing to you, like. Yeah, we named this planet, like, place we probably shouldn't go or look yeah, into. Yeah, but, like, I mean, like, look at it, though, too. Like, even in our solar system, there's some corniest fuck names like Titan, Europa. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. absolutely. I mean, it is, I, maybe maybe James Cameron is onto something. <laughs> Ancient Greek cringe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, return. <laughs> yeah, return to, return to, like, I don't know, uh, 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 um, whatever came before Greek. God, what was that? I've forgotten. I've forgotten. What, Pythagoras, who was a Greek man? It's it's something, the Sumerian Greek or something. Oh, like Sanskrit and shit or whatever? No. All right, all right. Well, then either, okay, take that. Take then, like, all right, take the James Cameron corny ass fucking, you know, Pandora bullshit. Yeah. Which, like, it is corny. Or you could go the, like, um, George Lucas, Frank Hubert route of just being racist with your names. Okay, which, 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 hang on, I don't get the reference, where? <laughs> like in Dune or in Star Wars, like Tatooine oh, is the name yeah, of the city yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, 
uh, uh, Tunisia or, 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 or yeah, some place yeah, 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 like kind that. of Orientalism stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. mean, like, come on, like Dune, as phenomenal of a story as it is, a lot. And I mean, like, let's let, like, I think that then it's also too in the sense of like a bit of that. I know that there's like a, like heavy criticism of that type of Orientalism, like within this as well mm. too. I think it's also just kind of funny and cute in the way how like, um, like. They were just like Frank Hubert was just, like, really fascinated with the like with the Middle East. Yeah. So one part of it comes from like in the fifties and sixties of like if you were that dude, like yeah, I mean it's like is it Orientalism? Sure, but it's like he did a lot of fucking research into like the Quran and this and that yeah, and that yeah, yeah, and yeah. whatever. So it is kind of like I get the critiques, but it's also like not like fucking like Lawrence of Arabia ass like writing and yes. shit. George Lucas too is like okay, yeah, all the Orientalism there. But like it's George also Lucas was just like ripping off every Japanese film. He's yeah, first of that, yeah. and then the, the 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 underlying political critique of the first Star Wars movies is like, what if the Viet Cong was like, you know, the Rebel Alliance and the Empire is the U.S. He just says that, like, yeah, in he the does. Interview. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, ah, you know what? I'll take, I'll take, and not a pass. It's like, but I'll take it in the sense of like, it's it's the era that it's in. Whatever. Would I rather have that? Yeah. Or the like James Cameron, just like it's goofy. It's goofy. It's I don't goofy. know. Both are like. Uh, I'll you know sci-fi sci-fi yeah you know? I mean, we could just oh we could also like also return with a V to like H.P. Lovecraft where every like unspeakable monster he's describing is probably like an Italian he saw yeah once. or like a Jew or something yeah, yeah, yeah. bad yeah. that's bad yeah. that is bad <laughs> I mean yeah we have to I mean you know Corner Spatey is not your place for uh, you know cultural reflections on you know the H.P. Lovecraft though you're on the list <laughs> <laughs> bad dudes yeah I really I mean like that genuinely does get me uncomfortable when people are like uh, you can't do this or whatever this it's like whatever you know if if you can like read it and acknowledge that this exists in it you know it's not gonna hey, reading dune or hp lovecraft or whatever is not gonna make you a rate it could i don't know i like, really <laughs> do love the theory that like all of the hp lovecraft books were just him like explicitly describing like ethnic white people he saw and then the edi- <laughs> and then the editor came in and being like we're gonna change we're gonna change this lure to cthulhu <laughs> we're gonna change uh, uh, uh you know we're, we're just going to like the editor came in and changed them all to like mythical beasts or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Italians have superpowers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the bad. We kind. all know this. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to your first corner spatey of the year. Well, regular episode of the yeah. year, I guess, because I think we may have had a bonus come out that was pre-recorded. Nah, no, oh is- no, we didn't. Okay, boom. Yep. First one, twenty twenty-three. We Yo. in it. This is our year. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the this is the year wherever that happens for yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> Who run it? Yeah. Uh Corner Spatey run it. We're gonna get all the guests that we ever wanted. We're gonna get uh, um Rita Ora on to talk about Princess Switch Three. We're gonna get Dua Lipa on to talk about that. Um, you actually had me convinced for two seconds. Like, yeah. oh wait, what? We're gonna do that? <laughs> we're gonna get Dua Lipa on to talk about that book that was written last year free. We're not gonna even get the <laughs> author on. <laughs> we're just gonna. Like, hey, what do you think of this, uh, uh, Dua Lipa? <laughs> that would be actually a great pot. I would listen to that. <laughs> like Dua yeah. Lipa. On that's what. All right. That's all right. For, fuck it. We're turning Corner Spatey into whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So actually, the theme I had is we interview Albanian starlets. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay, down. yeah, sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I that's right up my alley. Um, yeah, I have a, I have a. If, in case you haven't heard in the pre in the in the cold open at the very beginning of this episode, I have a job 
this episode, which mm. is um, letting Kieran's dog in and out of the of the of the apartment because she's being a bad little girl. Yeah, and <laughs> she keeps wanting to go outside and then wanting to go back inside. So I am here on door duty to your balcony, making yeah, sure yeah. that she can get in and get out because she decides now. Oh, I think she wants to come right back in now. Yeah, probably. Oh my god! So we 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 <laughs> did get we did get acknowledgement of this uh, um, cameo from my dog previously in the cyberpunk episodes that came out because someone did comment immediately. It was like, oh, nice cameo from Kieran's dog. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can hear her on the recording. I'm sorry. She loves whenever we podcast, and I appreciate it. So you know, sixth mic is uh, Nami the dog. <laughs> sixth mic. It's just the two of us today but we have three other mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have just room mics going. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we have, we have, Rambies we have, you know, actually people don't know this. When we say that we're in the studio, we're actually in like a multi-million dollar, like, you know. We're in the same place that Friends was shot. Yeah. <laughs> we got a studio audience. Yeah. Okay, you want to come in now? Oh my goodness. So you're going to be hearing a lot of this back and forth of her scurrying in and out, making noises. <laughs> and she mostly comes in to yell at my other dog. Yeah, who's... On the, yeah, all right, well, anyway. Oh <laughs> okay, good job. Bye, Nami. Uh, uh, yeah, so 2023 has already kind of, like, catapulted us immediately into, damn, uh, like, this is going to be a very Berlin-centric episode. Ein Discourse. Yeah, Ein Discourse. With a K. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, <laughs> ein Discourse with three Ks. Mm. Because. Ein Discourse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because we've just kind of hopped into the new year, uh, with, yeah, just the racism button just being pressed by multiple parties simultaneously. Pedal to the fucking metal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. January 1st, that's a public holiday. Everyone takes takes a little breather. You yeah. know, nope, you're... nope, not not racism. Ja- no, no, I, I, feel like, I feel like the Germans did respect, you know, the Freitag or whatever. And <laughs> it was January 2nd, though. Vroom, vroom, here yeah. we go. What about if we took that, like, 1980s, very weird movie, Heavy Metal, and then <laughs> the planet is just racism? <laughs> <laughs> we blow up that planet. We blow up that... <laughs> Uh, yeah, can we like do that? Yeah, can we? Yeah, that that seems that it would solve a lot of things. I'm in I'm in the Avatar mind space now, so I'm just like, yeah, that big company trying to blow up the planet was probably good. We should do that. <laughs> just racism planet. Yeah, what they, with what they, yeah, what they don't tell you is that Aldron was really racist. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Uh, you know, my, my I'm the equivalent of of. You know, just uh, like a, 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 what's bapping, but for the empire? Where you're just like one of those pat sock people with like the Russian flag and their <laughs> username being like, actually, Alderaan. Yeah, uh, actually, Emperor Palpatine is the continuation of <laughs> of the, the, the Soviet Republic. God damn it. You know, uh, uh, Alderaan's re- is reactionary. Yeah, yeah. Alderaan actually has some really problematic views on the Holocaust. <laughs> um... Don't ask the Emperor Palpatine about his opinion on the Cossacks. God damn it. I really, uh, I really. No, we're going. To, we're ignoring it. Sorry, no, we're brought... not. Yeah, we are. No, no we're done. Fuck that that's shit. it. Yeah, that's all Sucks. you're getting about Russia, Ukraine from us is um, for the entire year. for the entire year is uh, a Z posters. But what if heavy metal meets Avatar meets Star Wars? Yeah, but a Z poster. Yeah, imagine exactly. if Star Wars did have Twitter though. That would just that would suck. Imagine like Samira Khan in that like environment. Okay, so do you know in the prequels where like Jar Jar becomes uh, um, he becomes important in the Senate, right? He like becomes, yeah in yeah. the in the second episode. So do you think there's like a J-Hive who like <laughs> it's a bunch of like white moms from Tatooine putting on but like they put on Jar Jar voice when they tweet 
and everyone's like, this is kind of problematic. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it exists. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Um, I decide what exists in the Star Wars universe and what doesn't, and yeah. that, 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 that cuts it. Nick works for a really problematic employer. He works for Disney. <laughs> Deciding the lore Bible for Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness! But yeah, so um, for those who don't know, you know we're uh, we're we're gonna you know bring it back to the topic at hand, yep. which is uh, Germany. Um, on New Year's Eve or New Year's, well, the week of New Year's in Berlin, it gets pretty wacky and wild with fireworks. For those who have been here, they kind of know it. It's kind of a shit show. You know, some good people YouTube, love it. There's some good YouTube videos. You can see people driving around in Berlin New Year's and stuff. It is, it's pretty chaotic. Um, I think the difference being from a lot of other places is Germans really do love fireworks um, that just make a loud noise rather than like, yeah. uh, uh, um, you know, lights in the sky. Explosions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, at certain points when it's really kicking off, I thought this year was actually quite mild compared to, I think, first one I remember being kind of crazy was like 2019 or 2020 even. Um, because that was still before the the pandemic really slowed it down. Yeah. Um, well, but, also they, they had like um, partial like... Um, they had lockdowns and stuff going. Not just lockdowns. I think it was also then, too, they also wanted to kind of cut back on, like, fireworks, too, here. There's been, like, proposed, like, like like, like what's what's called a, a, a Bella Verbot, which right. is specifically for, like, explosives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fireworks that then don't go whoosh, whoosh, fun in the sky, but fireworks that just Bang. are... Yeah, that are yeah. that are pretty much just a shit ton of gunpowder, giant crackers, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, they. I. I mean, they can probably blow out some windows. Yeah, it's not great, but the um the other thing that does happen is just like on the really chaotic years. I remember, I think twenty twenty, like my street, which is quite quiet. It's off a busy street, but still, is like just fills with smoke. Like yeah. You you can't see. I had black shit coming out of my sinuses the day after cool from and i didn't go out on new year's yeah, yeah, yeah so it's just i mean like there is also an argument to be made about just like the amount of just like air pollution that it creates like i'm not like i'm not in favor of like a complete like like banning of fireworks the thing though that happened this year that then really like you know made this more extreme if it was i think you're right in the sense of i didn't really notice too much again and i live in a an area that also similar to you goes pretty crazy yeah. for New Year's. And I, I, I was fine, but apparently there was a big exchange between a bunch of people, police and firefighters and first responders that ended up in a big fireworks fight. Yeah. Um, which is like not great, but also I feel that then it probably was like, I don't know the full story. It seems like it was very much instigated by the fact that the police have become much harder on particularly migrant areas, in quotes, of Berlin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who, you know, this has become always the thing of like, oh, they're the ones who then cause all the chaos on New Year's, this and that and that. And I mean, there are like cultural things that then, of course, like exist within other cultures of, you know, making a big like, I mean, it is a thing that then it's like some cultures have fireworks is like a thing of being like you know like you know putting away the past and then bringing into like there is like cultural like other cultures do this and there is maybe like an argument to be made not an argument but like a thing to be made of like yeah you know what other cultures do it this way this and that and that like i think it's no problem if it's done in like this you know whatever safe manner i was i was talking to um an indian friend of mine who's like this is his first year in berlin this was going to be his first year so i was kind of telling about it and he's just like 
I don't care. Like, like it, it, India yeah. gets so much more. In intense. India, you bring fireworks to the movie theater when you go see a premiere of a movie and shit like that. Like, I mean, like our like Western attitudes towards, especially white German, hypersensitive, you know, baby brained attitudes towards this is that then everyone who is like, oh, like like big example is my personal friend Ulf Poshat, yeah, who is mega. No bola fabot. Like this is against freedom. This and then that. Boom. Day after he gets to be racist. Oh, maybe it's actually not the worst idea. <laughs> you know. It so is, I have heard this described as just like the dumbest culture war. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing of it, the matter too, is that then I mean, like, yeah, like I, you can point to like scores of hypermasculine white men who also love blowing shit up. Yeah. Myself being included in one of them <laughs> because blowing shit up is cool. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't go to like. Olaf Polshart like brags about that he goes to Poland to buy illegal fireworks. Like this is, and I mean the thing is too is that then like if you look at the footage because yeah. there's always packages and stuff that are filmed of Germans going across the border. Yeah. It's always the whitest, you know, most Deutsch-looking Deutsch people yeah. who are going and spending like thousands of euros on like military-grade explosives that they can. Like this isn't a problem of race, and it's just being made into one, and it's really dumb. Yeah. And the thing that then though is really kicked off because as um, you know, kind of simultaneously the very next day of New Year's began the election process here in Berlin yes. for the re-election campaigns is that the now some of the parties have like, you know, like you said, pedal to the metal, you know, hitting all the racism buttons at once yep. because this allowed them to do the thing of like, oh, yeah, we can then use this as a catalyst to then push our pretty far right wing yeah. plans for Berlin. So before before January, the... The argument, as I kind of understood it, was, or like the the discourse, as I kind of understood it, was like between. It was kind of like the the stereotypes of the two sides of this debate was like, no crack students from Hamburg who would just be like complete like finger wagging. We don't need to do fireworks. Probably people also suggesting we do drones instead, which I like. I fucking hate that. Oh boo! Um, and like that's the stereotype. Complete no fun. And then it would be like. Your weird uncle who has a suburban house who would be like, we should do fireworks all the time. And yeah, then every day is a celebration in this house. <laughs> every day. Um, and then like, and then after, you know, after December, you know, 30th up until like January 1st, you know, the the people of Brandenburg celebrate the sound of a Porsche 911 tearing through their village like, <laughs> <laughs> as, as fucking old Polish art races to grab fireworks in Poland. Um, Help, I've wrapped my Porsche 911 around <laughs> around the, lo- the, the lone telephone pole. I fucking, I fucking, yeah, it's me again. It's old. I, I crashed a little of my Porsche 11s into the odor again. <laughs> it's like off the bridge into, yeah. into one of the most toxic la- rivers now. Um, yeah, but like it, it is kind of like I don't think it's like the kind of people that Ulf is, but it's definitely the type of people who would read Ulf's articles. Oh, 100%. Who yeah. were really into like fireworks, no restrictions, blah, blah, blah. Oh, brown people, fireworks. Oh, maybe I. Uh... This is when January 2nd kind of comes in yeah. and it's just suddenly like, yeah, <laughs> maybe, oh, I get to be like, there's a genuine like conflict here of it was like, I, I get to be racist and bad yeah. fireworks. Like, and. To kind of prove the point that we're not making this up, mm. the most wild thing was from, I forget the guy's name, nor do I care to, I, I'm not going to give him any attention because do not go and... and CDU guy, was it? Yeah, a member of the yeah. Berlin CDU who just used the thing of like, oh, there's a certain genetic phenotype of people who like do this. And it's like, bro, like, 
You're literally a member of a Nazi continuation party. I got to learn the German word for phenotype. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is uh, phenotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I had to double, like, I had to double check, like, 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 double glance and be like, wait, shit, like, did he actually use, did he use that word? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it was like, I mean, that is fucking, you know, pull out the fucking calipers. Let's go, baby. <sighs> um, and I'm very afraid of, um, like... I know that we said we weren't going to talk anything about Ukraine. The only thing I want to say about Ukraine is I think that then that the Overton window of Germany, because of it, has been pushed a lot further right mm. in terms of like foreign policy stuff, but also in terms of like societal things that this country then is kind of like piggybacking on of like this greater Europa shit as well. Yeah. And the the the... The Greens do it a little bit because they use the bullshit liberal humanitarian voicings of like, oh, like we're the civilized Europe. This and like, you know, fucking uh, Joseph Burrell does this all the time. Where yeah, he'll like stumble, yeah, yeah. like Joseph Burrell, who's like a social democrat in quotes. Yeah, he's PSOE. Yeah, yeah, but we'll use like you know return vocabulary when talking yeah, he, about the, the, the jungle and the garden. Exactly. Stuff, yeah. And the guy who wrote that like book is not PSOE. No, no, he is <laughs> very much a racist. Mm. And uh, like, and so I think it's the sense too that then we're seeing as well that the CDU is kind of like you know the AFD did not gain any traction during COVID. You no, know, they, they did they they bungled that massively. And, they didn't know how to handle it. Really. Yeah, and then they did decently in elections in um, where the fuck was it recently? Oh, was it Turingen? No, no, it was uh, Niedersachsen, wasn't it? Niedersachsen, yes. Yeah, and so there was like this thing that they were, but they were always kind of doing ish well there because it is like there are some post-industrial parts of that state as well, and it yeah. kind of changed the the perspective of that. Then oh, they did all they did all right in that last NRV election as well, which was May yeah, last which, year. Which, but Yulia has been saying this for how many years? Yeah, that yeah. you know, keep an eye on the NRV AFD because like they have a lot of you know they have a lot of support that, yeah. that doesn't get reported on and actually the AFD's like you know like per capita I think quite popular like just as popular there as they are in the 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 mm. evil east and whatnot so it's like it's a it's a weird kind of thing that I think that we're seeing now the CDU just realize like okay now we can then you know kind of try to get those votes so yeah this is this is um for me the big consequence of this or like what what kind of sets this all off or like what this is a reverberation of is the fact that Merkel's gone. Yep, exactly. And um like the CDU is had this um we talked about it a lot around the election. Um the big Berlin one or not Berlin, sorry, um Germany one. The federal election. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, about like the CDU having this kind of like moment of crisis where they didn't really know what their identity was. And to take a step further back about like we've talked about like our very first episodes, the origins of the AFD and stuff like that. But the a- AFD thought is not new to this country. It does not begin in 2013 or whatever they started. Um, it was always contained within the CDU. Um, and it's just kind of like reasserting itself now or is being seen as more of a... V- I guess I guess like I don't want to imply that everyone in the CDU is actually genuinely ideological. I think they're more I think a lot of them are just cynical and like view It's just cynical typical conservatism that you see yeah. of people who are like relatively well off in a western country. Yeah. I think like I think a lot of people are deciding that Werte Union is probably the better road to go down than trying to find Merkel too. Yeah, exactly. And Oh my God! What is she whining about now? That's him. Okay, this is the, the boy dog. You keep talking. Oh, the boy's whining. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing that I I also kind of find interesting with the AFD as well is that then their origins as being this, like, hilariously pro-market, very libertarian party that then just, like, divulged into fascism. That wing of the party doesn't even exist anymore, you know? They've all either funneled into, like, some offshoot, like dumb party like oh, what the hell was that one of like the liberal conservative democrats or some shit oh jeez i couldn't tell you they're like they were in part they were in the last oh. bundestag yes yeah, yeah yeah i remember this and they had like a gross kind of orange color yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. well that i mean like that's, the, the fdp has just kind of realized that they can offer exactly that too with a little bit of like the tinge of racism as well you know yeah so like they're they're kind of all going in uh, um, different directions to a certain extent and then like it's just it's just this weird thing of like how do you what does the future look like for this party that was meant to be like everything right wing goes into this party like like CDU I mean sorry yeah. um, when you now have the AFD existing is one part um, but to be honest, I, if like if I was like someone who was right wing in this country, I would probably be more in favor of trying to hijack the CDU than going into AFD. Um, and then also have you, you also have just a much a much easier chance of like actually governing. And I mean, yeah, I think absolutely. it's I think it's very clear in the sense too that then like it's been a very calculated effort with Friedrich Mayatz as the head of this party mm. nationally, and that then. The head of the party then in Berlin, or at least like Kai Wegner, who's the head of the party there, yeah. is much more on the side of like, oh well, I'm just a I'm just a guy who's good for Berlin business. So they can like I mean like the the, the CDU is 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 diverse enough where you can kind of have the like oh, we have the Werte Union mm. far right hardliners in yeah. our party. We also have the guys who can then do like the Kai Vegna thing of just like I just I just love a a good, you know, capitalism where the state of Germany is propping up all these companies that probably yeah. should fail. Like it's Rob's joke of just like I hope everyone just has a good game kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's a little bit of that. I'm pretty sure Kai Wegner is in um the Einstein Kreis, the the that like little collection of CDU politicians who are like I think their main what's their main point of opposition? I can't quite remember. But right now, his main point of opposition is uh, is Deutsche Wohnen und Eigenen. That's yeah, his sure. main thing. Yeah, and the yeah. thing that's very funny is that then I think that then the FDP right now is trying to show on the local level that because remember DVE or Deutsche Wohnen und Eigenen the uh, the expropriation campaign won by fifty nine percent. Yeah, fifty nine point two, fifty nine point three, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, overwhelmingly, you know. Really good, like the the best uh, referendum in this city has ever gone, as far as I know. And so that's on the election. That that, that has to be voted on once more again. And the thing that's very funny is that then the FDP and the CDU have just immediately, like, kind of, you know, made a coalition of, like, we we are are both the anti-anti-agnum parties. Because, and the thing that's really funny about it is that then, from a purely economic standpoint, if you actually understand anything about economics that's more than just you know, supply and demand, which isn't yeah. real. Expropriation of properties and putting them into the hands of the state and getting rid of these massive corporate landlords like Deutsche Wohnen and like Heimstadt and Anikelios mm. and all that 
is good for the rental market. Yeah. Even if you like, like, even if you're a landlord, you know, and I'm not, this is me not saying being in any way pro landlord, but there's even an argument for if you're pro capitalist of getting rid of people and, and things that then are, are speculating on real estate prices because then you're creating an unrealistic market yeah. of prices, which is then price gouging. And it's, 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 a, you know, it's, it's in itself a type of market failure. Yeah. It's not monopoly, you know, but it is the sense that then that you have something first off that Deutsche Wohnen literally was made by the German state to buy up real estate properties. Yeah. You know, is hilariously German in that regard. And that then that they just sit on these properties and speculate and don't really like they, you know, they create horrible living situations for people charging too much money. It's like that is a a massive market failure yeah, yeah, yeah. even as a as a psycho, you know, like all right, Libertarians don't exist. They aren't. They're either fascists or they're people who just don't realize how the economy works. Yeah. Um, but anyone who was at least even like a pro-capitalist person would be like, oh, yeah, getting rid of these absolute fucking sharks mm. makes sense in a capitalist economy. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, because then you have the opportunity of people being able to then to afford uh, an apartment on your, you know, mystical, magical, you know, housing market thing. But... The 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 hilarity that I find with the CDU and the FDP is that they're weirdly just like the truest German capitalists where they're like, no, 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 like all like like, you know, how like libertarians in the US do this thing where they're like, oh, no, no, no. I like capitalism, not crony capitalism. Mm. At least the CDU and the FDP are like, no, it's all the same. I like it. Yeah. Like, yeah every yeah. version of capitalism is good. I don't really give a shit. Um, as fucked up and corrupt it is, like, baby, that that's how our party exists, you know, like, more of that. And at least there's, like, a bit of, like, when you kind of scratch the surface of it, you just kind of realize, well, all right, you know what, they're at least, like, consistent in just being pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's not really anything, like, realistic about this. It's pure, like, demagoguery for the sake of, you know, sucking capital's dick. And yeah. that's what that's what Germany loves. Like German, like German, like Germany. remembers is an incredibly wealthy country with with the largest, um, you know, wealth disparity in any European country, in any country that is not the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it would make perfect sense that then there's a party that just acknowledges two parties that just acknowledge like, oh yeah, like we want that. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Like all of our secret shadowy, you know, like billionaires that no one knows their names of who all you know, are secret for reasons because their families all helped the Holocaust happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, they give us money and they, I mean, Germany's even funnier too, because the way that system is, is it's not even like a, like a, um, how the U S has like limits to it. Yeah. As long as you declare that you're giving, like I could give, you know, Christian, if I'm like, let's say I'm, I'm BMW. Yeah. I could give him a person like a check to him for $5 million and that's fine. Yeah. Like as long as I declared over $10,000, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Yeah. You know, so Germany is at least like hilariously like more open. It's and it's just pure corruption of capital. And you have these two parties that then only can thrive because of that. And Germany's so wealthy that then that you see it in the media, you see it like Germany's so right wing, mm. you know, that even like sensible arguments towards things like, yeah, like anything that, all right, the fact that that we're now a week long thing about like the racism button being hit, that we're yeah. having to talk about this is because German media is like, oh, maybe we should measure skulls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, you know, like, um, maybe we should give all the power to, you know, Deutsche Wohnen. Like yeah, those yeah, yeah. are like, you know, I mean, you have, 
a major media sector that then is controlled by one dude who has so much, oh, which is uh, 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 Matthias Döpfner, the head of, of Axel Springer, who now yep. also owns Politico, which, you know, yep. bonus episode coming for that next. <laughs> and it, it, it allows for this very, like, like I find it so funny because Germans are always like, oh, the U.S., haha, so funny and right-wing and conservative. It's like, you live in a weirdly more perverted version of that. Like, there yeah. is, like, you have all the corporate media and even, like, ARD, like, the public broadcaster entertains the skull measuring and so the shit like that. The ger- the German, like, the, ger- the German stuff is gets weird and gets different because, one, I think an important distinction is we do have... We do have like FTP and CDU as separate parties, whereas yeah. like in the US that has to fall under one umbrella. And the the only, like one of the big differences between those two parties for some of their members, it sounds like Kai Wagner is not one of them, but like FTP has always been into like financialized capital, rent like rent seeking bullshit uh, as as a means of making money, whereas the CDU I think has been a bit more historically on the side of like giant manufacturing capital liberal conservatism yeah but like even just the thing of like we make money from companies that actually make stuff yeah mm-hmm. that like you can explain in a sentence volkswagen makes cars aldi like provides you food shit like that siemens makes everything electronic. it makes everything yeah. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean like it allows the sense of this and i mean for anyone who's going to be a dipshit and say that liberal conservatism is not a thing Read a book. First <laughs> off, it's very all right. First off, you're probably American. I'm sorry. Second off, um, you either like uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name drop. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is very much the German state kind of chugged along in the sense of like, what if we have the traditional things of like conservatism in like the older sense of like you know, oh maybe the market shouldn't be like into everything. We should have like state control, but it should benefit us economically, yeah. and we'll still have a you know. Like there'll be state market interventions, but at the end of the day, we're still benefiting capitalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, and we'll provide some of the things of like, this, you know, basic social safety net stuff. Yeah. But don't get too fucking crazy with it, all yeah. right? The CDU, like for the for to contrast with like this kind of character in America, for example, or even the UK, um, the CDU builds trains. They build train tracks. But for the purposes of like that's how you move the cars around. Yeah, exactly. Because um, like Trump is a really good example actually of this sometimes in the yeah. U.S. because he does people stupidly call this like fascism and shit like that because like oh the state intervention with racism and this and that that's like that's Europe baby yeah. like that's how some people know, also call that fascism and I was like eh. <laughs> yeah and I mean like you know if you know if you have a secret third way I mean yeah that might be uh, that might be I mean, you could be a, a, a secret neo- third thing yeah secret third thing. <laughs> Um, you know, there is an argument to be made that that secret third thing in the 30s was actually fascism. Yeah, like the, the Italians in the 30s. Yeah. Like, it's either communism, liberalism, or a secret third thing. <laughs> 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 but, and I think it's just kind of funny that then that, that secret third thing is still managed to kind of like maintain it. Like, remember, like Nazism and like, I'm not saying that, okay, I, like... The racism part is what the problem of, of the CDU. Not everything of the CDU is Nazism, even though, yes, there is a lot of Nazi continuation shit, shit in their party. Oh, sure. Um, but the sense of state market relations of Nazi Germany mm. and the kind of continuation with that into West Germany yeah. um, isn't, like, unique to Nazism. No. You know? I mean, like, Nazism was just the bit, like, I mean, the thing that then became very apparent was in the 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 state benefiting the market or benefiting big German companies yeah. on the back of slave labor and extermination and Holocaust, you know, this and that. And yeah. That. So like, I think the, 
so, that's always been in Germany, though, too. Yeah. You know? So there's a really interesting thing. Um, I'm, I'm going to go on a weird tangent here, but, like, with American, like, late-night political talk shows, there's, like... Uh, um, like Stephen Colbert and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and Trevor Noah and things like that. Like, all that kind of stuff um, would always make, like, the kind of, like, appeal to conservatives when trying to push an issue usually on, like, economic grounds. The only person I remember ever seeing breaking with this was John Oliver, who does the HBO one. And he kind of, like, like he did this whole, like, the economic benefit of letting migrants in. And then he just said, well, like, that shouldn't fucking matter. There's still people. Fuck you. And, like, that's very good. But for Americans to understand, the conservatives in Germany and a lot of other European countries, especially the Christian democracy, quote-unquote, ones, uh, are the ones who actually took those arguments on board of like, yes, it is economically beneficial to build the roads, to build the trains, uh, uh, and I'm still going to be the one who reaps the benefits of it. Yeah, but like, it's very hard to um, the economic argument for building trains so you can move your cars around just appeals to them more than the economic argument for like, please don't be mean to homosexuals and refugees and migrants. And also while we're being honest here, because we need to remind people of like the quote unquote wider view of racism in Germany. A lot of these people are just are German born and raised whole German passports. They just are of Turkish descent. Yeah. They don't, they don't have German names. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is the, I think we probably mentioned in the podcast, we're going to re like, remind people again for people who are not familiar with Germany if you are black in Germany if you are you, your family has been here since like the 1800s or whatever but if you still appear black you will still get called Auslander on the street yeah the assumption will always be you are a foreigner yeah and that was the thing too that then even think, when you speak perfect German yeah to and I think that was something that then that I had the discussion with a few friends with during the world cup of like um you know kind of going back now to last month or whatever because we haven't really talked or had really, I think that was actually our last episode that, that we recorded where we <laughs> talked briefly about the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that... Uh, oh, no, it was the Heiksburger one. Yes, I remember yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But the thing with that that I always find that then's like, I do like seeing a team like Germany or France play. Yes, I know the historical context of both of these countries. Sure, sure. And I'll be the first person to say... Yes, while I recognize it, I also just like want to see good football, and these people are phenomenal players. So, yep. like, I'm not I'm going to remove also the politics from it, but I also understand where it comes from, this and that and that. And I do find it incredibly impressive that then that especially these two countries with their very racist pasts have like an embrace of players uh, who are not who do not look German or look for whatever that fucking means. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like they are. I think that They're there wise. is it's there basically. is yeah there is something that then at least nice of seeing. Yes, sports, whatever they did. I mean, sports are political, this and that and that. It is nice to then see that that in some countries, like Germany and France, actually does kind of like possibly push the Overton window of that discussion of like, what does it mean to be French? What does mm. it mean to be German? Because I mean, like, let's be, I mean, I don't know if you watched the World Cup final or not, but Kylian Mbappe, you know, like a, a an African, like from Af- African descent, French player yeah. player kid he's yeah. 22 23 years old well, they all are aren't they yeah had you know had a, a, a sorry i'll say it had a f- far more phenomenal game than messi did even though the argentina won yeah, yeah and is destined you know i mean he won a world cup and he was 19 yeah and, and he got mvp it's like you know the fact that then that and also i mean you know as much as i fucking hate macron the fact that then that macron also can like use this to his extent of being like oh see this is what being french is it's like yeah Macron can do the racism and then also then do the not racism thing too. It's like liberalism is so malleable in that yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least 
maybe in this, like, the thing that was also really funny, too, is that then a lot of people were pointing out the contradiction of Macron as well on, like, French Twitter and shit like that, and how, you know, that there is at least a discussion being brought of along the lines of that then people like Mbappe are, are, are just as French as, you know, someone named, like, Florian or whatever, yeah, you Jean know. Pierre or like Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre you know. Dupatat. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or, and in Germany, too, that then, like, why, you know, like, players, um, you know, of, of all backgrounds the funniest one obviously of recent was antonio rudinger during the last euro cup that right. where they asked uh, uh alexander gauland who his favorite player was and he said rudinger because mm. had a good german name well it turns out antonio rudinger is a black dude <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean it's just like it i mean like it really is like it, it it is interesting seeing this change in every other regard but then actual like on the ground policy in cities in Germany yeah. you know and the thing that's very funny is that then you know Marcus Zoda the 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 minister president of Bavaria came yeah. out on his on his you know you know like hort like on his on his big magical fucking white horse yeah. out being like oh yeah Berlin has a problem like this and that and that da, we da, 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 always da. have a problem and it's like <laughs> But then people started bringing up the statistics of crime at Oktoberfest. <laughs> yes. And it's like, dude, Oktoberfest Oktoberfest is like, what if New Year's happened five times fold every single day for three weeks in, in, in yeah. Munich? In broad daylight. In broad daylight with also then massive amounts of like sexual assault and abuse oh, happening yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that to the point that they finally have like set up like checkpoints for women and whatnot. Like Oktoberfest is far worse than anything that could happen in Berlin. Yeah. You know, it's an absolute shit show. It's 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 mostly, you know, drunk men going around being absolute pieces of shit and it never gets any attention because it's mostly, you know, white German dudes being freaks. You know? There was a terrorist attack yep. at Oktoberfest one year that everyone forgets about. Yeah. All right. So it's like, you know, the the conversation is just again all, you know, it's 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 the orb where Trump and um what was it? Uh who was it? it wasn't Mohammed bin Salman, was no, it? No, no, it was his dad. It was King um Oh King Solomon. Uh yeah? Was it Solomon? Yeah. Okay. King Solomon, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. 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 No, King Solomon is the is the is it's the, the biblical figure. Biblical thing. Put the baby. No, his name is uh, King Solomon. Uh, I believe it is. Anyway, him <laughs> no, with Trump on the orb. The orb is racism, <laughs> and every other person is yeah, be King King whatever Ben Salman. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. Shit. Salman. Yeah. S-A- so not Solomon, but yeah, yeah Muhammad bin Salman. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, Salman. Yeah, yeah. He's the king, but then yeah, whatever. The son, MBS, is the... Because is, bin is, Salman is of Salman. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, but All his right. dad or whatever is the... Is the this is, is a European podcast. <laughs> exactly, whatever. The orb, the orb, the orb, but the orb is, is, is racism. Yeah. And the orb is like, you know, the major German political parties yeah. touching the orb. Yeah. Um, another part of this also feels like... Um, so we did. I did mention the whole like Merkel's gone thing, and that's fair. But another part of it is the success. Why does whenever you say Merkel's gone makes me think of that American dad thing where he's like the daddy's gone and he's <laughs> not coming home. He's not. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, she isn't. She has disappeared from the limelight. Yeah, and due to like, yeah, other stuff like people are now turning on her and things like that. So, um, not for any of the correct reasons, I think. But still, the. Um, the other thing, though, is that the SPD has become the successor of Merkelism. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the CDU has effectively already, CDU, CSU, have already effectively surrendered that ground to the SPD. 
And this is kind of also what they're left with to try and rally anyone. We have to also remember that the SPD is very much guilty of this as well. Oh, absolutely. Because especially in Berlin, you have figures like Tilo Sazen, who is the precursor of Francisca Giffey, the current mayor of Berlin, yeah. who Francisca Giffey is from the, the right wing of her party, mm. who then... She and him always. I mean, he wrote a book saying that then that there's like a, that there's like a parallel society in like Neukölln. Yeah, yeah. And they have all this because the reality of it is that they just don't want to actually like, like, they don't want to actually like see what's actually going on mm. in like what the actual problems are of Neukölln are obviously socioeconomic ones, yeah. and if. You, I mean, the easiest thing is just to blame it on racism. And, oh yeah, they just they just can't behave in Germany. This and that and that. Yeah. It's like you know what, like, and and Giffey is from. Remember, Giffey is the one who wants to put more police everywhere. She wants yeah. to put the the the, the watchtower, the, the 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 panopticon at at, at Kalpasator, yeah. which is the dumbest and most violent response that you can have to people who are mostly nonviolent criminals, like just doing heroin, yeah. who need help. Yeah. They don't need the police to come and beat the shit out of them. Yeah, and. I don't know. I, I mean, I think that Berlin's getting worse because Berlin's scenario is the solution from the SPD and the CDU and the FDP is more police everywhere yeah. instead of like actually funding things. And don't anyone, any idiot who's like, oh, Berlin has no money. Germany is the like the wealthiest country in Europe. You can find the fucking money. Yeah, but like this, <laughs> like, this is, but this is the point of Germany. Uh, this hundred billion dollars is going to the German military. Like, like suck my dick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> But this is the point of Berlin um, in general, is that we are Germany's um, austerity, like, uh, punching bag. Um, because cause it's, like, typical, like, Marcus Soto saying, oh, like, Berlin has a problem. And my response being, like, we always, according to these people, we always have a problem of some sort. Um, like, Berlin doesn't work. Berlin doesn't pay any money. And then, like, everything they try in build in berlin classically the airport but now also recently yeah, ppp central yeah also recently was the um um a smaller scale version of this i'm not sure if you heard the whole a thing. smaller airport a smaller <laughs> airport for <laughs> toy planes <laughs> um no it was um trying to make uh the plans for a swimmable swimmable version of the spree um, this has been planned for ages that they were going to cordon off a part of the spree that would uh, um, be safe to swim in. Um, and, you know, people were very excited, blah, blah, blah. It shouldn't cost a lot of money. I want to, I, I have, like, I am so anxious and nervous of that sentence that you just said. <laughs> a swimmable s- No. <laughs> I, everything, I, I hate, I hate open bodies of water. Yeah. The spray is disgusting. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. So th- this was the thing. Oh, like, God, this is disgusting. This is the thing. Like, it's already kind of like being, it was meant to be done, I think, this year now, 2023, like late this year, uh, and ready kind of for like spring, summer 2024. Um, but they already spent like $9 million on it and nothing has been done. And because that happened, they're like now kind of like, scuttering the whole project as far as i understand and people are just like where the fuck did that nine million go this is turning the spree an already existing body of water not even all of it just a part of it um you know in a place that you could swim that's like setting up some kind of like filter walls kind of thing that stop like debris from getting into parts of it and things like that it's like and then have like a a filtration thing whatever like it 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 shouldn't be this much hassle 
and yet it is and we're not getting it and this will then be used as a further example of like how we can't have anything yeah and i mean the, another perfect example of this too is that area that then i was just there last night um embarrassing myself at the indoor skate park at skate nice. um yeah you want to feel really bad about yourself um no go there oh my god like no i mean like don't get me wrong it's sick to see people who like really good at something yeah um, especially when you are not very good at something mm. you know and you used to be like decent at something definitely no, no i mean i actually had a lot of fun but it's always really horrible vasha always sucked as an area for different reasons sure. and now it sucks even more because it's like weirdly this like desert of like these skyscrapers that are completely empty oh like just beyond Vasha Estraza. The yeah, like, the like Amazon building that then yeah, is being built yeah, there. Yeah. And then all that area around like the Mercedes-Benz arena and whatnot is completely lifeless. They're near the Eastside Gallery, basically. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so you have like this, this kind of thing of that then Berlin is trying so hard to be like, we want to attract new capital and they have all these really stupid projects that then are just absolute wastes of money and i my prediction always for that is in five years that whole area has to get like knocked down and they have to fucking find something new to do with it because yeah. they have lost so much money in it or like aav gelende which is then apparently being turned into something else sure and that something else possibly could be the developer just giving it to his son and then yeah. just like letting the sun do whatever he wants, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like one of the possibilities. So it's like Berlin's like the desperate nature of Berlin being run by very conservative governments, mind you, um, particularly Giffey's SPD right now of having it be PPP central yeah. and having these projects just suck the life out of anything that then's remotely interesting. Take what what money we do have. And then have nothing to show for it. Yeah. And then, you know, then when discussions of like how to make the city better, well, you know, make the public transit cheaper, more, you know, better Hmm. and, you know, like make living costs easier, especially rent and stuff like that. These things that are very doable. Yeah. um, As we've seen now, COVID showed us that the 29 euro ticket not only is really successful, it, it like it it economically makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it's very popular and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, also, because I have this in my brain, other dumb Berlin projects where they have been turned out to be massive wastes of money is that they're currently building a modern art museum um, that is like only at the planning, like basically at the planning stage, like the plans have been finalized, whatever, we're just going to build it now kind of thing. It's been, um, and you know, you can get the posters of the renderings and stuff of what it's going to look like. This is out near Potsdamer Platz is where it's going to be. Oh, ooh, good, great. Yeah, I mean, like we, we need to put something there for people to go there. <laughs> like Modern Art Museum, sure, fuck it. Um, it, it like, the perfect example of, of just like a void in the city. I mean, yeah, but that, that's, that is what Marcus Zoda would turn all of Berlin into is yeah. one big Potsdamer Platz. Oh my God. Um, and then comrade G when, (laughs) but then, um, so the thing that's going on with the modern art museum is it's been routinely dubbed the cow shed, like whatever the German for that is, um, because that's kind of what it looks like and that's fine or whatever, but it is this big open kind of like semicircle of a building. Like all, it's like one big room inside full of bad bitches. Fortunately, no. Oh, damn it. It's full of, (laughs) full of like a climate change accelerant. Because everyone's now realized how much it's going to cost to heat and cool that building. Hell yeah. And it's going to be like... Germany also, uh, the black dog of of uh, 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 anything climate related. Mm. Because they're like, oh yeah, we're good at this. And it's like, you scratch the surface and it's just like a, a lignite coal mine. I like- do not... I, I do not... With, with the pool... With like with the spree, with the fucking cow shed, with the Berlin airport, 
what the fuck is going on with like the thing that Germany is meant to be good at with like engineers and architects and so lies. <laughs> Deception. Yeah, exactly. I guess yeah. it is. None of it. It was none of it was ever true. The British had to lie to themselves of why it took them so fucking long to like get into into Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. where all that fucking comes from. It wasn't the Germans. Like, remember? All right, I talked about this in a nerd at World War Two episode with Uma. Yeah. Germany had the brilliant idea in World War Two of just switching their assault rifle, like with a new like with a new caliber when they were like losing in the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like the time to do that. Yeah, never a smart country. No. Absolute fucking dumb dumb. Well, like all the all the uh, all the. Um, the Wunderwaffen and all the things. Yeah, bullshit. None of the things that worked. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing that then, like, Ancient Aliens loves talking about, like, the, like, Glocken (laughs) thing, that then it's like, there are, there were plans from the the Nazis to build, like, a UFO. All those History Channel shows about, like, the crazy big weapons that, like, Nazi Germany supposedly had, and it's like, yeah, it would be kind of cool if those worked, they didn't though, and you're not mentioning. Yeah, that. or like, like, yeah, the like, the like, the wonder of like the like Messerschmitt jet plane. It's like it didn't work though. It, yeah. Like it flew like once or twice, and they're like, we cannot mass produce this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, which brilliantly you would do that right when you're losing a war as well. Yeah. The Messerschmitt was then first put into into service in like 1944 <laughs> or something. We got this. Yeah. All right. But yeah, the thing is, is that Germany as a whole. Um, lies to you yeah. about this and the thing i mean like the thing about the the, the 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 innovation and the ppps and whatnot is that the things especially in berlin that make it the most vibrant and the most fun and the most enjoyable is yeah. when it's like there is like genuine community involvement within you know like you have good neighborhoods here like oh, not yeah. good like oh the school district but i mean like you know you and i live in in neighborhoods that are quite diverse mm. i would feel that they're not any more dangerous than other parts of berlin and whatnot no. i feel like there is a genuine sense of like community amongst like especially if you have lived in a neighborhood for a really long time like yulia's neighborhood yulia knows everyone but th- this has always been the thing with like berlin and like people's interpretations of it so like the people in charge of germany people in government blah 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 and stuff are still always predominantly german uh, like white German, they're still predominantly people due to the size of the city, not from Berlin. Um, there are more people outside of Berlin than within it um, in all of Germany and stuff like that. And these are people who get like really freaked out. Like I want to like specifically about Gorley, where the the, the fucking yeah. Panopticon was going to go. Gorley can be a bit of a shock for people who are. And not- I mean, Kati's where the Panopticon's going. Oh right, right. right. But it, it's it's. Yeah. was going to have like a Polizeiwache, if I, like a smaller one. But they still have police. They have like they have they have police that patrol it yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. But Goritzer Park has changed it. Yeah. Where now there are, um, there are people in vests who are not cops and they're not the Ordnungsamt who are just like normal dudes who just kind of like make sure that like like they can't arrest you they can't do anything yeah. they just are kind of like they go around on bikes and just kind of see if like everything's okay but I'm specifically thinking of the like uh, uh, and they diffuse situations a lot better nice but I am thinking of the Ubanhof station in particular, like Gorley, uh, uh, um, actual like train station. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's the thing that can shock a lot of people. Of like, there are just a lot of guys there who will just be like, "Hey, do you want drugs?" And then there's like people in Berlin who just kind of think that's normal or fine. And then there's the people who like get scared shitless that what hap- like what happens is you say no and they're like cool and they walk away. Like nothing bad <laughs> happens in the situation. Yeah. It's just like. But like that, yeah, I got freaks- beat up because I told a drug dealer no, I didn't want his drugs. Like, <laughs> like, no, no, like, but like th- this is this is going to freak out someone who like is from a city in Germany where all of it is Potsdamerplatz, and 
Yeah, like I mean, that's, yeah. A, that's a lot of that's like that's West Germany. Like that's what their cities are like. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Potsdamerplatz forever. Um, Everyone also just forgets that Frankfurt is way worse of a city than Berlin. Of course, it in is. like every regard, in terms yeah. of like crime, organized criminality. Yep. All that type of sh- like Frankfurt is an armpit, yeah, and a horrible city. Why would you be an organized crime in Berlin? There's no money to be made. <laughs> Frankfurt, you just like you do like an old like '50s style bank robbery of the ECB. <laughs> like yeah. you come in, like give it all the money in the sack. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I've only been to Frankfurt like twice, and I, I hate it because. That has Frankfurt is weirdly the most like U.S. feeling city yeah. in the sense that it feels actually dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it also has like those we- like I I I did go to Frankfurt like I was going through on train and stuff, and I was just sending my wife pictures of just like there's skyscrapers here. This weird, it's <laughs> like, horrible. The buildings are strange, um, but yeah. Do we want to do we want to talk about uh, um? one character of the selection I feel like is going to be more of a character, which is uh, Sebastian... Uh, uh, um, Saja, Saja, Saja. Saja. You mean, you mean um, the guy who's completely given up his own identity to then become just a diet Christian Lindner? Yes. The, yeah, that is what you have to do. Okay, so this is, this is, <laughs> this is for anyone who doesn't know, Sebastian, is it Cha? Is it, is it like the CZ in Czech? Like Cha? Like Chaza, Chaya, Chaya, yeah, Chaya. I, say, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna say Chaya. This is this is a class tradition of Berlin elections of there being a lead candidate where, where no one knows how to pronounce their name. Because uh, that that was we we spent like a better part of 2021 trying to figure out how to pronounce Giffey. Uh, yeah, I know. We're not gonna do not become Bürgermeister. <laughs> no, do not. We will. No one will respect your name. I'll just call you Seb. <laughs> yeah, Seb. Yeah. Um. He he's the head of Berlin's. Um. FTP, yeah. And like a lot of people relatively senior in the FTP, it is just becoming Christian Lindner again or trying to or hoping like that you get to throw your face as much like everywhere as much as Christian Lindner does. And, you know, this time he will because it's not is this is a Berlin election that's not coinciding with a federal election. Yeah. So there's more, you know, real estate for a. Uh, uh, Sebastian's face. Uh, <laughs> he loves real estate, doesn't he? Oh, he does. Oh, <laughs> uh, because if you, if if CDU is horny for fucking Deutsche Welle and Titan and like destroying that, then you better believe FTP is mad horny for it. And like, yeah, all of his posters are just like one of the ones that is like. Berlin is beautiful. We need to build more. Oh my god, that one drove me up the fucking wall. I saw that the other day. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was like. I'm like I live I live just on the other side of like Moabit, mm. you know, at the at the lower part of Edding. Yeah. So if you leave that area and you're going towards Moabit Mitte, it yeah. is a a horizon of mm. of 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 cranes and building projects that are yep. nothing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that entire like Europa City thing. Yeah. Should be like just hit with a missile. <laughs> start over. You yeah, just up. start it all over. It's it like man said. It's so all, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, and like my neighborhood has also been like massively under construction and stuffs being built and things like that. The and none like, of which are housing, by the way. Remember? Oh God! What, yeah, no, last yeah. last what was it? Last year they did like a thing of like how much how much housing has Berlin made, and it was not even one single thing. <laughs> like I mean, like this is this is also like. Okay, there's a million other podcast episodes about this. We'll probably do another one a- again, probably with Thomas or something. But I just like the whole like build more argument is complete distraction and should not be entertained by yeah. anyone with half a brain. Uh, um, but the 
Sebastian did do like has waded into the racism fireworks debate and he has claimed that FTP has hired an expert. Um, who did they get? Who did they get? I actually have forgotten his name. Do you remember his name? Um, isn't it Ahmad Mansour? That's it, yeah. The guy's an absolute... All right, so the thing is that then Germany is brilliant where they have... Um, they've developed slowly, similar to, say, like the US and stuff like that, um, a pundit class. But yeah. Germany, unlike the United States, or maybe like the United States, um, has found... The stupidest people on earth yeah. to then become this part of this pundit class. Mm. And one of these guys has been the way that you become a German pundit by being a POC is that you tell white people that they're always right. Yeah. And so yeah. Ahmad Matsu is really funny because one of his issues that he's the biggest on is that then he loves Israel and thinks that Germany's position on Israel is perfect. Um, yeah. He himself is, um, uh, uh, I believe, of some sort of Arab descent. Yeah, and is it's, oh, this whole thing's very tokenistic. Yeah, so he's he's it's kind of like Cem Özdemir as well, where he's like, see, I'm the good migrant because I hate migrants and I hate brown people. Yeah. And so Ahmad Mansour has kind of come onto this 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 thing of anything that then allows him to be the token, you know, POC who's pro white people. He uh, he and uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, is his his at only Dan's fifty five. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know him in real life, but I don't know. But he's, he's a great, great resp- poster, great reply guy. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great poster. Continuously gets in fights with 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 him, or at least points out just the stupidity yeah. of how. Also, Ahmad Mansour, a man who I don't like, I I barely think could probably tie his own shoes properly, mm-hmm. will just decide that he's an expert on something like that week. So like, so this guy introduced Sebastian. Uh, uh, Sebastian Chaya uh, um, did kind of like he brought up this t- he. He introduced the FTP had gotten this expert with Foya Mish das Ahmed Mansour uns alles. Do it in English. I don't. I don't. I don't even know what you're saying. That's fine. I'm pleased. <laughs> I'm pleased that Ahmed Mansour supports us as an expert for a new promise of. And I hate this. So I hate the term integration, right? Because it's, yeah. it's a fucked term. But then um, this one really takes the cake of advancement. And integration. Hell yeah, baby. What not the only fuck are does you, that mean? Not only are you not German enough, but you're also just generally backwards. Yeah, you're just underdeveloped. Just as, yeah. a, as, a per, as, a, as yeah. an entire... We need to hit that upgrade button um, on um, people of color, I guess. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, it is, it is like fucked up. And then later in a particular gaffe that happened basically the same day, uh, Ahmad Mansour um, basically made the claim that the phrase a cab <laughs> i forgot about this <laughs> that the phrase a cab is racist against police officers against cops yeah damn you know what i'm a racist dog yeah like, poc people of cop yeah uh, people of cop <laughs> yeah you know i see a, i see actually to be very fair yeah i do see a police officer and i'm just i'm just just filled with rage so. so yeah the the but like particularly his reply was all very like chin waggly ooh i've got you now liberal of like uh, um mm-hmm. Because the person who was wearing the ACAB t-shirt was going on like a, an anti-racist spiel about like uh, uh, um, like all of this discussion. Everything we've been talking about, the fireworks, the racism behind it, all that kind of stuff. I didn't get a chance to like 
engage in their point oh, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm, it was right. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna no. even bother. But with he this. was he was responding, being like, mm, "Isn't it ironic that you're where you're like going on an anti-racist rant while wearing a racist T-shirt?" That says, "Dude, he's just the German Vosch." <laughs> I no, there's there's no, he is. Mm, I'm I'm with you, but I need to take it further. I feel like he's more. Um, no, he's he's more like openly right wing. Yeah, but it's it's the mentality of that. Then like that, contrarianism. Yeah, like, con- a little bit. like Vosh will do anything to then be. I mean, the little that then I, I've I've interacted in that whole verse because it is the dumbest quote unquote leftism. Who's, that he kind of like his arguments kind of remind me of um who's that who's that right wing pundit in the U.S. like very kind of like, online pundit that um is gay and like Ben Shapiro said that he like. You know, he wouldn't feel comfortable if his kids were like to, for to his kids to come to his, like his graduation party. Oh, oh yeah, the or libertarian guy, not education, uh, not uh, um, party. not uh, not what's his name? It's not, it's not, not Milo, of course. No, it's um, fuck the one who is like the he used to be like a liberal and then came, he has like a million why I left the left kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember his name. Shit. He's like a quote unquote libertarian guy. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. He's become completely irrelevant. He has, but like man. Ahmad Mansour. Ahmad Mansour's arguments do kind of like remind me of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all the same thing. I mean, yeah, Yeah. Vosh is similar in that regard where it's like, oh, I'm better than you other leftists because I like, you know, I support, you know, every U.S. imperialist project in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I guarantee that Vosh loves the cops too and shit for the same reason. Like, oh, you see, you don't get it. I'm actually educated. You're not. So it's that same bullshit. At the end of the day, you just realize like, oh, one, they're horrible posters. Two, the people who like them are just bumbling idiots or racists or yep. they need or, or or you need your like Candace Owens person who's like, oh, here's a here's a POC telling me my racism is good. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's probably more the role he's filling. Right. That's it's Candace Owens. Yeah. Cem Özdemir yeah. is the same thing for a lot of yeah. Germans as well that Cem Özdemir is like, see, I was I was I was Turkish, but I, you know. I became German, and it's like I love everything that then's white and German, and this and that and that. Mm. So yeah, I mean, it's like this is just a product of of posting, and that we now have posters as uh, you know pundits, and apparently as uh, people who are experts for everything that you want to be. So yeah, advising political parties, even like really dumb ones. Um, yeah, so. Very interested to see how that goes. Very telling what posters are already up kind of thing. Like, oh, yeah. I've taken a peek at some of them. They're all pretty dull. The yeah. Linka has no money, clearly. Oh, my yeah. God. They're just white backgrounds and then black type font. Yeah. I mean, to be <laughs> honest, I think they're a lot better than the last posters. Um, yeah. That's, because that's not I mean, you, like I was do. thinking about this. You, you fall into the problem that like every European country has where you have like an actually principled left-wing party or more principled left-wing party versus the like historically like labor center left now center left social democracy problem you always get that when you get like election maps uh, of like oh who won in what region is like and every like person who has to make those graphics is like what color do we give d-linka because pink yeah, it's like pink or purple is usually the one. And there's like, it is the thing of just like, well, we're both red. At least this time, D-Linka has like decided that, like, okay, SPD is doing like red backgrounds. We have to do a white background. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just going to look like the same. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
I uh, the thing that then I will say that we will um, end this episode on is because yeah. uh, you and I are both posters and we have a podcast. <laughs> we're gonna hold a poll um, yeah. now uh, on our whatever page of what should we become the experts in? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, I should be advising the FTP on which animes to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just sit, just sit Sebastian down and make him watch like every season of Food Wars. Just oh my <laughs> god, he'd lose his mind. Yeah, just like so they come every time they food. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what age are they? Don't think about it too much. He's a libertarian, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, you'll be fine with it, I guess. (laughs) That is the thing that the next is very funny with the FTP is that the thing I do kind of like with them is that they only like the libertarianism stuff of like the market. Everything yeah. else, they're actually like, even like when it comes to weed, they're actually like, oh no, we're actually really not pro weed. <laughs> like they're no, they're just conservative. They are just gonna like they they've had they've had several moments to prove themselves. I guess they weren't around to really prove themselves for like the gay marriage thing because uh, that just kind of no, 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 no. the uh, uh, Guido Vestavella was like one of the first ministers of Germany who was openly gay. Yeah, so they did like the the FDP, they, they supported it historically, but yeah. like the way gay marriage happened in this country was so like. Uh, unmonumental like compared to like you know when it happened in the US or compared to when it happened in Ireland with a big vote or something like that that they didn't really get a chance to capitalize it and now they just don't really talk about it anymore because it's it's happened yeah. I mean Macla was also against it and everyone forgets that legacy of hers where wherever yeah. you ask like I've been at parties and people where I've actually I don't know why I got on the topic of Angela Merkel and they were like oh like as a gay person they were like oh I like Angela Merkel because what she did for gay rights I mean you mean continuously be against them yeah and they're, they're like Oh no, she wasn't. I'm like, well, then what do you talk? Oh, well, you know, she was quiet, and like, you know, I'm like, yeah, she was quiet because she was against it, and her entire party was like, that's being that's being a homophobe. Still, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the 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 way that liberals will contort their brain into thinking that then that that germ because of of, of Germany's really kind of like silent legalization of gay marriage, yeah. that then that this country is magically not homophobic yeah. is. I mean, Given, remember, these people are also quite privileged themselves, typically white, rich families who then are, you know, LGBT. Actually, no, not LGBT, particularly just gay men. Yeah. You know, so it is, I mean, it is, it is a weird, it is a weird country. It is a weird thing that there are issues like that, that the FDP being like, like in the national parliament too, like, like, Mm having their current thing with the dual citizenship problem. Oh, that's that's also, we didn't touch on that, but this yeah. is also wrapped up in all of this discussion mm-hmm. is just like Germany's now maybe going to start being a bit sound, a bit sounder to migrants. And then everyone's just like, nah, uh not Yeah, yeah, fast. exactly. And then this just kind of kicked off. The, and the FDP can kind of like morph into whatever it wants them yeah. because the thing that they want in the federal election next year, or not next year, in two years, mm-hmm. is, yeah, 2024, right? No, twenty twenty five. Sorry, yeah, two years. Um, yeah, but twenty twenty four is EU elections. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, those are your wheelhouse. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> the lead up to those are so boring that it's they're pretty easy to cover. I gotta think. I gotta think the. Um, yeah, no, they are. <laughs> no, I mean they they're pretty quick. You nerd out over them, and they're yeah. fun because then you get to see like what would voting in the UK look like for real. I I am very related to this and slightly off topic. I'm oh, wait, no, the UK is not even part of the EU no, anymore. They're not, so it doesn't they're even fucking matter. They're, they're gone now. But, what um, if Germany everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> but Berlin elections, um, I'm very happy to say, and I'm going to take credit for this, I don't think Volt are contesting, though. No, they are. Are they? Their posters are all over town. I haven't seen them anywhere near oh, here. I've seen them. Oh, I've blown them out of this neighborhood. I've seen them in, I've seen them in Moabit, <laughs> they, baby. They know I live here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is a this is a vault free zone. We this have a, a, this is me. Just yeah, whatever. Uh, Boris Johnson's plan for dairy <laughs> is uh, is what we're gonna have here of just a five mile vault excluded zone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Germany, baby. New year, twenty twenty three. New me, same Germany. We love it. That's the name of the episode. New me, same Germany. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. All right. 2023, more Corner Speedy coming soon. Um, We will see you on the bonus episode. Yeah, which means that obviously we're getting back to doing that, which means uh, you still want to get onto that. The price is still three euros for all bonus content. And uh, yeah, it may not be staying there, but we haven't decided yet. That you yet. got one more month at least. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 come, come and get it. You know, you can do the th- like if you get the three euro Patreon subscription, you get all of our back catalog. You get there's uh, now two new cyberpunks. People listened to those, really liked them, and didn't realize that there was also three cyberpunk episodes exactly, from the year baby. Previous. So, so yeah. more cyberpunk this year as well too. Yeah. Uh, what else is happening this year that we have planned? I don't know. Kieran and I are going to make albums. <laughs> yeah, we're, gonna, we're we're going into our we're uh, um, we're going into our smooth jazz. Phase. Oh no, I meant seriously that then you and I are actually probably for the next cyberpunk thing actually going to try to like together make songs instead yeah. of you just making me <laughs> a star without my permission. <laughs> yeah. I robbed you. I did, I like I did rob. Like, <laughs> I groomed you into a star. Oh hell yeah. All right, then uh, on that note, we'll see you guys all uh, for the bonus. And uh, if not, then on next Monday. And take care. And uh, a happy new year and a merry belated Christmas. Oh, yeah. Happy Orthodox Christmas. I guess that's soon. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Greek, then your Christmas was on the 25th. Yeah, and merry... all no King's Day. That was it. That's that's January sixth. Just Spaniards listening to this. Oh yeah, the Epiphany. Yeah yeah, Epiphany. Yeah. That's oh yeah, it. Catholic podcast still. Catholic doubling. podcast. Yeah. Oh also. Oh God. Yeah. Forgot the Pope's burning it. The ex Pope. Oh, we killed the Pope. We killed the Pope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your year's chaotic already enough. It's great. All right. Take care. Bye.